Hello, listeners near and far. My name is Mark Loudon. Uh, I work at the Ohio University Heritage College of Osteopathic Medicine. I'm a tech guy. That's all I am. I'm just some guy does tech stuff. And this is a podcast called Please Use the Mic. Tonight, we are in Season 3, Episode 8, and it is surviving the first half of the chronic semester. And we've made a huge mistake because we're doing this just a few hours after these students took a content exam. So buckle up, people. This could get rough. It could go sideways. We could end up in Madagascar. We don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to see. So Suzanne Char is the driving force behind everything that I do in my life. Like Suzanne Char is the boss, man. She runs the show. No, She's the podcast queen. Listen to her already starting. She is just a force of nature. She loves it when I say all this stuff. Good friend. Stop. And uh, Suzanne, this is going to be an interesting episode. How are you doing? You know, you know that meme of the dog drinking coffee with the yeah. fire behind him and yeah. it just says everything's fine or this is fine. fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I probably have sent that meme. I don't know how many times this weekend and today, but I'm, I'm we're here. Thinking, Everything maybe, is fine. Maybe 240 people have done the same thing in your class. That could yeah, be. I'm assuming. So this was an exam in chronic. So um, we'll we'll talk about that. So Suzanne, my friend, go right ahead. Uh, yeah, I guess let's let's talk to my friends uh, and see how everyone is doing. I mean, we do have a new person on the podcast today. So Ooh. Ethan, tell us a little bit about yourself. What brought you to medical school? All the fun stuff. Hey everybody. Um, well, my name is Ethan, and. Uh, I'm a second year here uh, at Ohio University HCOM. And uh, I ended up in medicine just because I'm a people person and I like helping people uh, where they need it the most. So I felt this was like the perfect profession for me. I'm a, I'm a aspiring psychiatrist, so I'm really interested in mental health and where that intersects with like daily life and people's, you know, just the, the confluence of all the things in the world. That's just where I find it most interesting. Um, but yeah, I uh, I got first interested in uh, medicine as a coach and mentoring uh, high school students in athletics. So that's really what got me started on this path. And, uh, you know, been enjoying it so far, even with uh, stuff like today, this horrible exam that we took that really just, you know, took all the wind out of my sails. And here I am just, you know, huddling by candlelight, you know, taking it all in. <laughs> We're going to try to find some positive, I promise, listeners. We'll find that somewhere in today's episode. This candle smells amazing, so there's that. There you go. That's a positive thing. <laughs> How about you, Keelan, my friend? Welcome back. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, how you doing? I'm Caitlin. Um, I'm now a second year, which is mind-boggling because who trust us to learn this stuff you know like oof um i am from cleveland i went to the university of cincinnati my background is in neuroscience so i did quite a bit of research on that and um my manuscript is about to get published hopefully in the near future so that's something exciting i'm looking forward to seeing finally being published like my goodness took long enough um yeah, and now I'm here. Um, <laughs> yeah, and we had a really fun day today. We had a really, we're gonna have a really fun month. Um, it's going to be a whirlwind. Um, 
I don't know why people are complaining. Uh, it's not like we're busy or anything, but this is just so much fun. I know. I just look forward to every single day. <laughs> hey, at least your manuscript is about to be published. So congrats. That's a huge win. Again, Mia, I'm here trying to, to look in the positive. We're trying so hard. How about you, Megan? Welcome back to Tell Us a Little About Yourself. Hi, friends. My name is Megan. I am also a second year on the Athens campus at OUHCOM. And I am pursuing medicine because it's kind of a blend of all my passions. So I really enjoy studying the human body and learning about the pathophysiology and treatment of disease. And I've also really admired the emotional support system that hospitals can give to their patients. So I'm really excited to be a part of that. Um, I'm also just here. Um, this is fine. Everything's fine. I'm very tired. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to get right to it and get through the rest of the semester. So we are halfway through October. Well, that's a good sign. Uh, I just realized we're halfway through October, if that's still you something. We finished three exams. We actually have our uh, CTAC midterm this week. So I think after Thursday or Friday of this week, we officially be halfway through the semester. How's chronic been? We we talked in the past on this podcast about wellness. We talked about acute. We talked about how hard the transition been from, I guess, wellness to acute. We talked about summer breaks at the beginning of the semester, and now we're halfway through chronic. We're, yeah, I mean, in a blink of the eye, it's second year will be over. But right now, how are we doing on all aspects and whoever wants to start? Um, honestly, it's going, like you just said, it's going extremely fast. Like I thought last year was pretty fast, but this is like, you know, I can't believe we're two months in. It's kind of crazy. Um, I feel like the content's been a lot harder. Um, and just like the pace is like, you know, we already learned so much. So you're expected to retain all of that and expand on that. And that's been a real challenge, but in a way it's like, I can feel myself mastering the content a little bit better. Like I'm, I, things are starting to click. I'm kind of seeing the interrelation of things. Um, and I really enjoy that part of it now. Um, but yeah, I, I basically just study all day, which is, I wasn't necessarily, you know, I was doing a lot of studying last year, but this is like a whole new level of sitting at this desk. I didn't know I could sit here for so long. <laughs> oh, Ethan, I cannot agree more. I mean, I think I studied too in first year, but not like chronic. Thank you for your resources, by the way. Those are very helpful on exam review. It's very helpful. You're welcome. Yeah, I think I, it brings me to a question if I can interject. Um, because the climb does become more intense as, as you go along, obviously. But Caitlin, um, for you, when you see what's ahead of you and you see what's behind you, do you feel like it does make more sense, though? I mean, it's hard to ask you this a couple hours after an exam. I, I get that. But, I mean, don't you feel like just this far in the chronic, like you have moved forward? The needle's moving. You're You're getting this or you're beginning to. Yeah, I am finally catching my footing for sure. Like, uh, wellness was 
you know, when you like tell kids to take naps when they're young, when they have time to do it, you know, and then like as an adult, you're like, oh, I wish I could take a nap. It's like that with wellness, you know, where it's like enjoy your time, all that. And then there's a huge adjustment between that and a cue and it goes from like zero to a hundred like really quickly. And it's hard to catch your footing, especially because like it doesn't really stop. So it's just like a nonstop, like you have to retain all this information. It's nothing you've ever done before. So you basically have to like retrain yourself how to study and like learn how to sit for long periods of time. And now I think like we've all gotten to this level of comfortability with each other where we feel, you know, comfortable and confident to talk to each other and collaborate with each other. And now like we all are kind of catching our footing and know what our expectations are. So yes, chronic is harder, but I think we're like better equipped to handle the material. Um, yes. So it's like, it's retaining more. And like, as we got to CCEs, now all of our preceptors are like, okay, do what you need to do. You know, like, this is how I do it. Report it back to me. And you're like, I am just a student. Okay. I just put this on my soap. No, I have no idea what I'm saying. Um, so now it's starting to like go from memorizing these facts to like connecting them in the clinic and it it's it clicks in different ways that you're you know you couldn't you can't learn off from a textbook yeah and megan i you are unofficially my um my coach for getting through chronic from megan does great posts on social media and it makes as someone who is in a lot of the classes with students from year to year to year um, your posts really make me smile. So, Megan, for you, how do you feel going through chronic? I mean, how much more do you feel like you're balanced going through this semester? I have kind of mixed feelings about this <laughs> because I feel like with HCOM material, I am able to manage it a lot better than I was in acute because I really struggled in acute more so with my mental health because I was just studying all the time, which is not healthy. <laughs> and if you don't take time for yourself, it can get very unhealthy. Um, this semester though, I've started gradually trying to look at boards review material. And that has been really challenging for me because I'm, I'm trying to strike that balance of okay, I'm prepping for boards, but I'm also trying to cover what HCOM is expecting of me. And that's kind of the the mountain that I'm climbing right now and trying to figure out how to how that's going to work for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then Suzanne, I, I think you were telling me recently, um, most people don't call Ethan Ethan. They call Ethan Anki, don't they? Is that right? Sorry, Ethan. I had to bring you up. We may have I respectfully disagree. Uh, but I know somebody who's more of a fanatic than I am. I'm I'm just uh, their psychophant, basically. You know, our class president is actually the real Anki Maestro, uh, Justin. He uh, he actually so, creates like resources for us all to use so we can study Anki efficiently. He's amazing. But yeah, I think it's the best way to study. For those who don't know, me and Ethan are in the same small group, and we sit next to each other. And during a lot of our classes, we're both just sitting there and doing Anki. <laughs> so that's where it comes from. Oh, yeah. Hyperproductive. Gotta be. Mark, how about Megan? What about Megan? Her new name? 
Oh, does Megan have a new name? What is it, Suzanne? I mean, she she looks so confused right now. I do. What's my new name? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We we were trying to make up, I guess, names based on the story you texted earlier in the group chat of you oh. running an hour late. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to have grace with yourself, you know? <laughs> I had that kind of experience earlier today after the content exam. And during the content exam. <laughs> Maybe your nickname is Central Time Zone. You're just an hour off. You're just, <laughs> just an hour off. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're getting way so... off. We're getting way off track here. I guess, how has everyone been balancing the studying and all of that stuff with actually taking care of your mental health? Have you? Do you think like you have got a little bit better at like actually forcing yourself taking breaks compared to like last year, or are you just going through the motion, trying to get through the day? And if you got burned out, you take a few days off, which I did last year. Yeah, I can start with this one. Um, I feel like once you've sat and studied for months you kind of know when your body needs to move and when you need to either change locations or change what you're doing. Um, I get really tense and I know that I'm not going to be able to study anymore. So that's when I take however much time I need to take until I'm ready to come back. And I have learned that that keeps me engaged and excited to learn about the things that I love learning about, which is good. Um, I've been also trying to do one small act of kindness for myself each day. So whether that's skincare or just, I mean, something basic, like basic healthcare. <laughs> so just so that I maintain um, some semblance of self-care through all of this. How about you, Caitlin? Um, uh, you know what? I am a stan of the new schedule. Okay. I, I'm not an early riser. I will say that I'm the first person to admit that I hate getting up early. I'm a grumpy girl in the morning. Um, however, like having the rest of your day is just so much more helpful, I would say, for your mental health because you know, like when it's like in the winter time and it starts getting dark really, really early and you're getting out of class super late, it's it's a little disorienting to come home and like, you know, your body is like, it's dark, it's time to go to bed. But your anxiety is like, uh-uh, not tonight. And so I think it's a, it's a real nice difference because like, especially like once you get back from class and it's only like, you know, noon, you could be like, okay, cool. I can make lunch. I can I can take a break because I just spent four hours being productive at school and I'm not going to feel guilty because I still have plenty of time in my day. Um, I don't know. And, and hanging out with more people, definitely relying on more people this semester. I feel like we've all kind of settled into our personalities and we all kind of know each other now and who to lean on in certain situations. So I feel like we've all kind of found our groove and comfortability levels with each other and it's a it's a nice it's a new vibe and i i you know what we're working on it too <laughs> we are working on it we just took a really hard exam so fair how about you ethan yeah honestly um i think my my ability to take care of myself has gone up a decent amount this year last year was a lot of 
hit or miss. Sometimes it was really good and sometimes it was extremely bad. Um, and I would say the thing that's been working better for me is kind of what Caitlin was touching on is honestly having classes in the morning. I usually would avoid that. And like an undergrad, I always scheduled my stuff in the afternoon, but, uh, I do like getting it out of the way in the morning. And then like after class, I usually work out and that's just like a great way to get all the stress out. And then I can like feel refreshed and sit down and study for a little bit. So that's sort of how I've been managing it. Um, it's been, it's been working a lot better. Um, I still kind of struggle with pacing myself. Like Megan was saying, like when I'm sitting down and studying and I start like getting tense, sometimes I just don't listen to that voice in my head that says, maybe you should stop. And so like, I need to work on that probably a little bit, maybe a little bit more of a Pomodoro method of studying, but uh, yeah, it's a work in progress, but I do feel like the rhythm of it is a lot better than last year. And I guess I can add a little bit about my own personal experience because last year I always tried to actually work out. <laughs> it happens for like two weeks. We get first exam score and then it goes out of the window. I don't work out. I don't go to the gym anymore. Uh, this year, actually, I try to add it as like almost a class on my calendar that I'm going to work out every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. and every Sunday at 4 p.m., which is like the F45 classes at the gym. So those are like my two me time. And the Sunday is perfect just before an exam or an IRA or whatever. I was like, start the week in a good way in some way but yeah it's been a working progress i also like the morning classes better but also i'm drained by noon so i need to take an hour or two off break before actually going back to studying or doing all of that so life is good ish second year what else mark a, um, i'm sorry there's a spin class this thursday right are you going to that I don't do cardio, Ethan. <laughs> I don't do cardio. Michaela and Megan, you guys going? I am a hermit. I do not leave my apartment. If I don't have to be at school, I am in, I am home. I Valid. Yeah. I love spin, but I think it's Wednesday night and I have CTAC on Thursday. So I will be prepping for CTAC. <laughs> oh, you're right. I guess I'll be doing the same thing. I forgot. Don't we all have CTAC on Thursday? I think so. I think That's it's different than last so year. Woohoo. We're doing great. So I did have another question, and we'll start with Suzanne because um, it's safest, maybe. But um, so how do you guys now, your second years, you're in this block, and, and obviously talking today makes it a little bit odd as you just finished this exam, as we've said 50 times already, but it it's not a drinking game yet. But how do you interact with the first years who you see them and you're like, oh, that's not so bad. You're in, yeah, you're fine. You're in wellness. Come on. I mean, how do you interact with that when they have questions, when they have issues? Because they're just learning to take these steps. They're just starting to cross this river. So it's so funny you bring that topic because I had a few first years reach out over the weekend asking like whether feeling stressed I was like I don't know what else to review or study um and I was like <laughs> I looked back at it like in my 
I guess me reflecting, I was like, wow, that was me last year. Like, yeah, I used to freak out about this, but now if I go back and take their exams, I probably will ace it, like compared to what we're going through right now in chronic. So <laughs> it is definitely a different uh, level. And even right now, like before we came on the recording, another like one of the first here who reached out to me over the weekend, like I just sent her uh, BRS practice questions that we always do. She reached out, I was like, the exam was bad. Like, this is probably the hardest exam I have taken. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. But I was like, in my head, you'll get used to it. <laughs> it might get worse from here, but I don't know. I think a lot of us just got like, Either we're so numb to it or like we're just got used to it's like, yeah, it's hard. You just move on. We can't change anything about it. I don't know. I love working with first years and talking to them. It just reminds me where I was and where I am right now. It's a good reflection point, but I usually just tell them, you got this. Just keep moving forward. I think my favorite thing to say to first years is give it a minute, give it a minute, because you'll know, you know, you'll know one day you'll understand it will click, right? Like we didn't believe the second years when we were first years, as they said, it would, you know, it's not that bad and we can look back and, or we can look at them now and be like, that's cute. You know, like you're worried about having to knock on the door, like give it a minute, you know, but like. We can't invalidate those feelings because, like, we were 1000% high strung like that as well. And it just, we just, you just have to adapt and they're going to have to do it too. And so, like, I'm, I'm actually quite excited to see the first, the current first years adapt from wellness to acute because not only is it great to see like the, these little professionals start forming, you know, and like they're actually getting to learn some medicine, but like, it's a super validating experience too, where you were like, oh my gosh, that was some of the hardest months of my life. But now I'm here. Now I can look back and be like, oh my gosh, acute. Yeah, I blinked and it was gone, you know? But like, there was a point in acute where it was like, oh my gosh, this is like rock bottom, you know? Like, I, you need to take care of yourself. You need to learn what to do. You need to, you need to learn it fast. It was like, you it's just swim. It's just February so, in a cute, cute line. Exactly. Like it's it's so difficult, and like at each step, all people's feelings are valid because like it's a it's a different every aspect of it is a different beast. Yes, we know how to ap- approach chronic and our material now, but we have this like boards boards fly just constantly in our ear now, and it's so anxiety. You know, like there will always be anxiety at the next step. So your feelings are valid. Yeah, Megan, how about with you? How, how's your interaction been with, with first years? My favorite thing, it's really become my mantra, is that it's a marathon. This yeah. whole thing, this whole experience, the whole journey that is medicine, it's a marathon. And kind of like Caitlin was saying, there's always going to be something that's going to be stress-inducing ahead, whether it's boards, shelf exams, residency, <laughs> the list goes on. But um it's been helpful for me even still to just think of it as a marathon, especially after really hard exams like today, and that it's okay to fail. It's okay to learn from mistakes, and we just keep going. <laughs> the sun will rise tomorrow. 
Yes, it will. Ethan, uh, you're, you want to go into the psych world. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. How do you uh, psychoanalyze the first years that come to you with questions? <laughs> Honestly, um, I live with some first years, but um, uh-huh. so I talk to them quite a bit. And um, honestly, the, I think the best thing I can do to help them is to sort of, um, I think maybe Caitlin was saying this, sort of let them feel what they're feeling because that's where we were. It's it's so chaotic starting medical school and just trying to find your footing and like every little rat, every CTAC, every exam feels like your future hangs on it. And it took me, I mean, I'm still working on getting those feelings out of my system. I mean, I'm still going to be anxious about getting this test result back on Thursday. So like understanding that, you know, just remembering where I was a year ago helps me sort of empathize with them. And then I I just tell them there are times where I messed up pretty bad and had a really bad test day or, you know, had several bad rats like in a row and I'm still here and I'm learning and I'm doing better. And like, there's always just an opportunity to um, get back into the swing of it, get back on the horse and just keep the grit. You got to be gritty. You got to get down. You can't give up. You've got to definitely keep believing in yourself. And that's like, it sounds a little cliche. But, you know, when when you when you feel like you uh, land face first on some content, it's important to have people that are there that can, I feel like, share that experience with you and let you know that you're not alone in feeling that way. I think just echo what all of you said is really important to just like encourage them and give them the pep talk they need to, because like when we were in their shoes, we needed that pep talk too. At one point, like I, I had to give a pep talk to a few first years before this exam. I was like, we all been there. We all done that. We made it. You just need to keep pushing and use the resources you have. Like it, it really does not get easier. You just get, I guess, adjusted to it and just know how to approach it. Like I know if I need to talk to someone, I know who to reach out to. Or if I'm like, I'm struggling with this. I need to reach out to someone or, and also don't be afraid to reach out to faculty. I just have to plug this in. I had to meet with Dr. Porter. I reached out to him, was a friend to go over some anatomy stuff that we were struggling with. And it was like all the innervation to the GI system for all of you, you know, that struggle. I was like, I just don't get it. And we literally walked into the LMM lab, used one of those whiteboards, and like in 15 minutes, I understand the entire GI innervation. He like literally just throw it out and explained it. So I guess first years or even second years, don't be afraid to reach out to faculties. They love teaching us. They're here for a reason. And and yeah, the, the resources are there. If it's it, faculty, the learning specialist, the embedded counselor. I mean, I think I think as a college, we've built some some pretty good systems. Um, to help people move ahead. And with you guys, I mean, with with your class, you've really begun to depend on each other. And that's what builds those relationships when, you know, I'm at alumni events and I see people that have been, you know, from the second class at HCOM, they're still hanging out and sharing pictures and talking to you. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. And I talk about it all the time and I'm sorry. I, but I just think it's really important. I mean, do you guys, does everyone in this call, you guys have that kind of support system? Yeah, Caitlin? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I will definitely be reaching out. I'm so excited for all of my friends to go into different specialties so that I don't have to learn everything. And so I could just call them up with my problems and be like, hey, you know, it'd be like a trading system of knowledge, of course. But there's just like so many people that we're going to get to like know and learn from. And that's I really like how they switched up the small groups. So like uh, the year prior to us, they all kind of stayed within their sections like A and B. And so we we completely switched it up and now we get to just like meet new people and like that's what i like about hcom is that the pass fail like mindset we're not competing against each other we're all kind of like going through the same thing so like there's all these people who understand exactly what you are going through at this moment and you can all complain about the same things and like even after this exam people were making memes about some of the you know like how terrible it was or like you know, like, it's just funny how we can all, like, come together and at least make fun of it or, like, at least laugh it off because, you know, on to next week stuff. So. We don't slow down. We got to move. <laughs> or we'll be super behind. Yep. There's there's a thing on Thursday. Got to be ready for it. Um, I have another question because this semester also brought a new thing to all of our lives, which is thinking about third year and thinking about rotations i know like all of you are giving me like the face right now like let's not talk about it <laughs> but this was an extra stressor in our life especially this semester um for all of us being in the Athens campus we have 11 sites all across ohio we had to rank those sites and submit it or if you want to pre-assign you have to submit that pre-assignment so it was a whole process which we mentioned about previously on the podcast and we'll talk even more about it later on but that's an extra stressor how how is that for all of you again we have we haven't got our results so none of us know where actually we're heading to yet it's not until like sometimes in november so how are you dealing with all of this? Is that still something on your mind or kind of forgot about it until I mentioned it? I'm so sorry, but was it like still on the back of your mind waiting patiently for those results? Ethan, do you want to start us first? Sure. Um, you know, honestly, this weekend I completely forgot about it, but it is a really big deal. Um, you know, I think everybody definitely you know, at least most of us have a really strong preference on where we'd like to be. And some of those places are a bit more popular than others. Um, and it, I think it just so happens that I'm from a part of Ohio where there's not a lot of rotation sites. So I'm a, I'm a big home guy. Like I'm really close with my family and it would mean a lot if I could be closer to them. Um, but I don't know, it does cause some anxiety because it's like, you know, if I get sent to the other side of the state, it's going to be like another year and a half or so where I just see them not very often and that'd be kind of hard but you know i guess that's part of what we signed up for so but yeah i i try not to think about it honestly because <laughs> it just stresses me out sorry ethan my bad it's okay it's okay <laughs> how about you megan any thoughts feelings I or just let's I'm... not talk about it <laughs> I can talk about it. I think that I'm kind of just blocking it out until November 17th when we find out. <laughs> um, that's just kind of in the back of my head. But I, I've decided that I, because I, so I pre-assigned or I applied to pre-assign at Athens um, at Oblenis 
because my husband has a really good job here and I like the hospital. Um, but I'm just kind of waiting and I just mostly want to know so that I can figure out where I'm going to live. That's like my big thing is that I want to start, if I'm going to move, I want to know where I'm going to live. <laughs> so that's probably the biggest stressor. Caitlin, I see your smile. I mean, I, you know, I, I back everything that they have been saying. It's a really stressful thing, but that's, that's kind of like the new beast of chronic is like, we've mastered memorizing this material. Now we have to add all these like extra new stressors that would like rotations. We have no idea what to expect for rotations. And that's what they said about our didactic year. So I guess it's just a little bit intimidating and it also is just unfortunate that we just don't know where we have to like live. Like if we're going to have to scramble to find housing and like we all have our hopes and dreams of going to one place or a second place, you know, but like ultimately we have no control over what's about to happen. And, and we're about to get split up with everyone, which is like super unfortunate because we've all kind of grown really close together. So I don't know. I think rotations, you kind of have to take like one week at a time you kind of have to have your one stressor your one thing like one step at a time because if you think about your rotations where you're going like having to pay rent the next exam the next rat like you're going to be so overwhelmed you know like you, you, you cut your losses you you understand when to worry about things when it's important to stress about things you stress about it when it's in front of you we can't do anything about it right now so we're blocking it out <laughs> So chronic semester is all about take it one day at a time, one thing at a time, and try to block as much stuff as possible, I guess, because stress don't end in medical school. Any other questions, Mark? I have like two brain cells left that I'm really trying so hard to come up with questions, you guys. Well, I, I always have another question. I, I just, I'm fascinated by the process that you go through in a first year, becoming a second year, you get your hospital assignment. I mean, do you feel like the pressure is going up? I mean, honestly, think about this. Do you feel like the pressure is going up or do you feel like you're starting to get to that point where I'm getting close to that halfway point of this year? And I feel like, again, today aside because it's all raw and you just went through an exam but i feel like i'm starting to figure this system out does that exist caitlin you know what you know what i was texting suzanne about this earlier today actually that i am so excited for didactic years to be over i am not a good test taker i can retain as much information and understand and regurgitate you like a <laughs> mnemonic story whatever you want but like right. when you have me sit down and you, you time me on like a hundred and four question exam you know what i get in my head i talk myself on answers I, i'm notoriously bad test taker i've always been that and i i can admit that but when we get to like clinical year that's when you finally get to like it makes sense that's when medicine makes sense because it's what we're going to see as physicians you know and working with people is a lot of our strong suits not taking tests you know like we went to like the wholesome answers that Megan and Ethan were saying about how they want to help people you know and they were amazing coaches and all of these rainbows and butterflies that they were talking about 
we all want to be with people and work with people. And we're finally going to get to do that. Everything that we're learning since we were in high school, having our interests in like, you know, biology into college going, maybe I like medicine and then going through this whole process, everything's starting to click now, these random facts. And so I, that's what I'm looking at. I am so over sitting down and taking these stupid tests. Caitlin, if it makes you feel better, I don't know who I was talking to today. Emni, we have survived 15 content exams, you guys, 15. We sat in that room for 15 times taking the content exam. We have only nine more to go and we're done. Right. Yeah, it's you amazing. Calculate, you you calculate how episode. long that is, though. Like, how many hours we sat in there just taking exams. Hey, 15 are over. I don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to look at the positive side. Sounds like it might be about 20 hours, give or plus in the couple there. You know, that's doable. That's that's doable at this point. Hey, remember, they used to do boards on paper. So you had to be in the old Irvine Hall for a full weekend. It was like... You know, you were in there for 20 some hours, 32 hours taking an exam. So, hey, life gets better. See, it, it's getting better all the time. Megan, how about you? Do you feel that? Do you feel that climb there? Do you feel do you feel like you're you're reaching something? Yeah, I, I think for me, I'm going to feel like I'm starting to go back down after boards. I feel like that's my right. big thing sure. right now sure. is just figuring out boards and passing boards and then moving on yeah and ethan you started to say something and i cut you off because i'm rude like that so what were you no, going to no. oh you're fine um when did they when did they stop doing paper board exams because that sounds horrible oh that's been a long time ago yeah no. <laughs> those, those <laughs> days trust me i had to work those i had to be there for that that was not fun for me either because it was just you know tear and fear so no I, yeah it's all over that's gone but yeah it was it was i don't know 15 years ago Give you like a book. I mean, not that long. Multiple yeah. choice questions. That just sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. 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 I, I totally agree with Megan, though. I think um, the boards are really what looms over me. And once those are done, and I know that I can complete a board exam and pass it, that's going to be sort of the litmus test for like, okay, I'm doing this for sure. Because everything else, just like we've all been test takers for pretty much our entire lives. Like, you know, I'm not a particularly strong test taker either, but it's what we've been doing. It's what, how we've trained for medical school. So, you know, this is like, it's the last great beast of um, being a test taker. And so finishing that first board exam, I think is gonna be a really relieving feeling and will let me really affirm that I'm able to do this. It, that's a, such an apt way to say it because I mean your class is the the video game generation sort of in a certain sense. So yeah, you're slaying that last beast, and I'm at the last level. This is the yeah behind Megan. Um, I got some Overwatch. Is that Overwatch? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what game it is. What, what's he playing back there? Sorry, I don't know. Actually, it's yeah. I think it's a. It might be Starfield. Ooh, it's Starfield. in one, so of, the one new... of the new ones out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So we're completely off topic and I'm not editing any of this out, but yeah. So there are things going on in people's lives behind them as they talk on our show. Thank you all very much for being on. Uh, this has been illuminating and 
Um, it is a way to see behind if you're if you're looking to go to medical school or if you're just a first year looking to see what's going on. If you're a fellow second year going, <laughs> I want to see what these people are going to say today. Uh, you heard some things. That's for darn sure. And uh, we are moving forward. I think that's the, the theme here. We are moving forward and it's awesome. So we're going to keep doing that. Um, this has been uh, episode eight of season three. I hope everybody's getting used to the system of uh, us going every other week so Suzanne keeps her sanity. And uh, we want to thank all three of you for being on. Wonderful students, good friends. We want to thank everybody for listening. So many listeners. If you have any comments or thoughts or criticisms, keep them to yourself. No, contact us and let us know what you think of things. We'd love to hear from you because uh, that's the only way we get better at doing this. This has been the podcast. Please use the mic. Suzanne Char is the driving force. My name is Mark Loud, and I'm a tech guy. Push buttons. And take care, everybody. Take care of each other. And for crying out loud, just be good humans, could you? Help us out a little bit. So everybody be nice and take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Information, views, and ideas presented on this podcast are solely those of the authors and contributors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy, views, or position of the Heritage College of Osteopathic Medicine, Ohio University, or Health System Affiliations. Information presented on this podcast is intended to provide information which may be helpful to medical students or prospective medical students. It is not intended to be a substitute for formal mentoring and or replace academic guidance provided by the medical school or other professionals. Please use the Mike podcast as the property of Suzanne Char and Mark Loudon. Copyright 2023 Old 17 Productions.